Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another just so exhilarating episode of this podcast called The Dictionary. Thank you very much for joining. I am Spencer. I am reading short sections of this book. Sometimes there are guests. Hopefully, I can schedule one pretty soon. Somebody else uh, reached out at me and maybe... So if you have a podcast or a thing and you, you, you know we can help each other out, maybe we can do something like that. Uh, what else? I think that's good. We gotta talk about the words. Happy November, by the way. Yesterday's episode was the one that uh, aired on November 1st, 2022. Maybe you're listening to this close to when it aired. Probably not. The first word is derate. D-E-R-A-T-E. I don't know if you heard that, but that was my chair squeaking. Can we make it happen again? Not really. Derate. Transitive verb from 1947. To lower the rated capability of because of deterioration or inadequacy. So a thing is old and it's not great, so its capabilities are, are have, have to be lowered. Oh, it used to be a five-star thing, but now we have to derate it to three stars. Um, the examples of what might be derated are electrical or mechanical apparatus or apparati to be plural about it uh, you know um a hotel might not might not be derated but you know if it if it becomes deteriorated and is not great anymore then maybe it does need to be derated sound effect time Be-you. the next word is derby and the british say darby is that, let's just confirm the pronunciation, I believe that is correct, where, yeah, Darby. It's just D-E-R-B-Y. Noun from 1796. One, any of several horse races held annually and usually restricted to three-year-olds. Now, I'm pretty sure they mean that the horses are restricted to three-year-olds, maybe Maybe they can be younger, maybe not older, but of course, how can you not think that going to see one of these races, you can only be three years old to watch it. Now I just want to see a stadium filled with three-year-olds betting on horses. Oh, that would be great. Um, I do have to say that I'm not a fan of this kind of thing. I don't think the horses are treated well. Uh, You know, these are just my personal opinions, but I have to say it whenever we come across things like this. So I have not and never will go to a derby. Two, a race or contest open to all comers or to a specified category of contestants, as in a bicycle derby. Three, a man's stiff felt hat with a dome-shaped crown and narrow brim. Maybe we, we got to post a picture of this on social media at DictionaryPod on Twitter and Instagram. There's Facebook, too. Um, stiff fat felt hat, the dome-shaped crown. It's a derby hat. I think I can imagine this, but I don't know if you can. So go check uh, check the Instagram if you want to see it or just look it up yourself. But yeah, it's just a, it's just like a, it's just like it's a bowl. It's a bowl on the top of your head and it's felt and it's got a rim around it. I don't think I would look very good in a derby hat. Is it called a derby hat because the people at a derby wear it? 
They have to wear a derby hat to go to a derby? Where did this word come from? It came from Edward Stanley. His name isn't Edward Derby or Darby. It's Edward Stanley. He died in 1834, and he was the 12th Earl of Derby or Darby, probably Darby. So I guess, uh, well, A, maybe these horse races were started there, or just, yeah, probably just some sort of race, and then maybe there was just a very common hat, or maybe Edward Stanley wore this hat all the time. Who knows? But that's where this word came from. Next. Derbies, with a capital D and a Y-S. This is an abbreviation for, it's probably pronounced Derbyshire. Um, it's, I don't know if I said synonym. It's just, that's no, that's just what it's an abbreviation for. We're not going to see that word here in the book because it would be literally the next word. But um, yeah, I, I think they would pronounce it Derbyshire in the UK. It looks like Derbyshire, but I don't believe that's how it's said. Now, I don't know what this is. It's probably a location that gets abbreviated to Derbys or Derbys something. Hmm. Maybe we got to put a link in the show notes. Next word. Derealization. Derealization. Noun from 1942. A feeling of altered reality in which one's surroundings appear unreal or unfamiliar. The examples um, of this altered reality are those occurring in schizophrenia or in some drug reactions. So, if you were like, what is this thing? How can your surroundings appear unreal or unfamiliar? You probably don't have schizophrenia or have not had uh, certain drug reactions. So, I, that's that's that for that. Um, what? How? How? How do your surroundings change? How can they feel unreal or unfamiliar? Do they look different? Do they just feel different? How does that even happen? The brain is a very, very crazy thing. So back in 1942 is when they they put they put a word to this thing. They were probably doing some. I'm pretty sure back then they were doing some uh, some drug testing, maybe not the most legal or ethical things. And people were like, whoa, dude, my surroundings appear unreal or unfamiliar. I think I'm having a derealization. Next. Derecho. D-E-R-E-C-H-O. Noun from 1889. It is a large, fast-moving complex of thunderstorms with powerful straight-line winds that cause widespread destruction. Not something that you want to be near when it happens. This is a Spanish word, derecho, and it means straight. Um, It says straight when it's contrasted with tornado, uh, because tornado looks to be taken to mean turned. Huh, okay, so... So I guess tornado. Is tornado a Spanish word? I I never even thought about this. Uh, Tornado means turned, probably just because it's rotating. But a derecho is straight. So it just, it's like, hey, I'm coming through. 
watch out. Coming through fast, straight on from here to there. That's a derecho. Uh, it is also from the Latin directus. And there's more of the word direct, the first form of direct. So yeah, it sounds like it's just a thing that's coming in, coming in straight and not turning around, not spinning. Huh. I, don't, I knew I've heard of this, but I don't think I ever realized it was straight opposed to turning. Hmm. Okay. Next word. Deregulation. Noun from 1963. The act or process of removing restrictions and regulations. And deregulate is a transitive verb. I feel like there are so many things that have been deregulated or can be or should be. Um, you know, the first thing that I can think of would be, you know, uh, cannabis can be or has been deregulated in some way. But I think I think there's a lot of other things. And man, if I was more in the sort of governmental political world, if my brain really worked with that, then I could give you more information. But I can't. But yeah, it's uh, removing legal restrictions and regulations on a thing next derelict is the next word derelict derelict first form d-e-r-e-l-i-c-t adjective from 1649 one abandoned especially by the owner or occupant and then also the synonym, rundown. Uh, we, like I said in the last episode, we just watched Nosferatu. And in that movie, there is a building uh, that is uh, quite derelict. It looks like it's pretty rundown. There's The windows are broken out and stuff. And uh, yeah, so that that's the first thing I thought of when I read that definition, abandoned, especially by the owner or occupant. Number two. Oh, and I sh- should also say that there are lots and lots of these buildings all over the country and the world. Uh, f- you know, certain certain parts of cities or certain cities in general, uh, just they're they're just run down for whatever reason. Not a lot of money. Not a lot of jobs. Yeah, I th- I think you know you get it. Number two, lacking a sense of duty. D U T Y. A sense of duty. The synonym is negligent. So, uh, yeah, if you're just like, like I just don't really care. I'm not going to do my job. I'm, I'm not doing the greatest job. Don't really care about the sense of duty. But my, my work ethic might be not so great. You, they can, That person can be called a derelict. This is from the Latin verb derelinquere. Derelinquere. And that means to abandon. That is from de plus relinquere, which means to leave. And there's more at the word relinquish. So, yeah, it's right there. Leaving, abandoned. The thing is, somebody left. The thing has been abandoned. That's derelict. Second form of derelict. Noun from 1670. 1A. Something voluntarily abandoned especially a ship abandoned on the high seas. Oh no, why? Why would you leave a ship in the high seas? 
uh, again, I'm going to bring up Nosferatu again. Um, it wasn't quite left abandoned, but there were some people who went away on this boat. And uh, it's when it came to shore, it uh, seemed like it had been abandoned. So it was kind of a derelict ship. 1B, a tract of land left dry by receding water. And, you know, we've, we've been seeing a lot of uh, droughts, especially here in America. With, with climate change, there's been a lot. Some areas are getting a lot less water. So other areas are getting too much water and everything in between. And so, yeah, there's a, a lot of water levels are drying up, which is opposite from some because the poles are uh, melting. And so then in a lot of areas, the, the water is rising. But, yeah, in some areas, it's just very, very dry. And not great. It's a derelict. It has been abandoned of water. Two, a destitute, homeless, social misfit. Synonyms are vagrant and bum. They, they, why, why do we call them a derelict? Why? Because, I don't know, they've abandoned a home situation? Probably not on purpose. Next word. Dereliction is next. Noun from 1597, 1A. An intentional abandonment is a dereliction. Gonna leave it abandoned. 1B. The state of being abandoned. You are in a state of dereliction. Please don't leave this podcast in a state of being abandoned. I don't want this podcast to be derelict. I want, I want more people to come and listen and learn and be entertained. Are you not entertained? Number two, a recession of water leaving permanently dry land. 3A, intentional or conscious neglect. And the synonym is delinquency, as in dereliction of duty. Derelict if you're not doing your job intentionally or consciously i quit and that is a dereliction 3b synonyms are fault and shortcoming next beep 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 boo derepress is next so it's repress with a de transitive verb from 1960 to activate a gene or enzyme by releasing from a blocked state. And derepression is a noun. Now, you can emotionally repress things, feelings and memories and stuff, um, but I don't think that's what they're talking about. So then if you recover those feelings or memories, I guess technically that could be a derepression. But this is specifically talking about genes or enzymes. Somehow they've been blocked, and then if you activate them again, that is a derepression. Next. Deride. D-E-R-I-D-E. Transitive verb from circa 1526. One. To laugh at contemptuously. Hmm, that doesn't sound like a nice laugh. Two. To subject to usually bitter or contemptuous ridicule. Hmm. <laughs> why? Why might you be contemptuously ridiculing 
somebody or something. Uh, there's a synonym, ridicule. Derider is a noun, and deridingly is an adverb. So, yeah, this is, uh, interestingly, from Latin deridere, which is from day, plus ridere, or ridere, and that means to laugh. So is it ridere or deridere, which means to laugh? Either way, that's laugh. I feel like maybe there's another Latin word that also means to laugh, and maybe this is certain context. I don't know. I feel like the etymology here, they don't have a lot of space to put in enough information, but I feel like we, we often are missing some something. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Just laughing in a, in a not nice way is deride. Next. De rigueur. De, maybe it's more de rigueur. How do you say this? It's French. De rigueur. Two words. D-E is one word. Second word. R-I-G-U-E-U-R. De rigueur. Adjective from 1833. Prescribed to require by fashion, etiquette, or custom. And the synonym is proper. Proper. De rigueur. Prescribed or required by fashion. So if you, uh, if you... If you are fashionable, if you have etiquette, if you know the customs, I guess you would be de rigueur. I am not de rigueur, rigueur, rigueur. The next word, beep, 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 derision, noun from the 14th century. This is related to deride. 1A, the use of ridicule or scorn to show contempt. Uh, show contempt. What? You're not happy with a person? I, I like to use people as examples. Um, you're not happy with them, you don't like them for some reason, and so you decide that you are going to ridicule or scorn them by using derision. Doesn't seem like it's the best way, I don't know, it seems just kind of nasty. 1B, a state of being derided. 2 an object of ridicule or scorn. So you can deride a derision by doing derision. Next word, relatedly, derisive or derisive or derisive or derisive. Ririsiv. Adjective from circa 1662, expressing or causing derision. Derisively is an adverb, and derisiveness is a noun. Next, also related, beep, 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 derisory, derisory or derisory. Adjective from 1618, one, expressing derision and the synonym is derisive. Two, worthy of derision. So I guess if you should be scorned or ridiculed, then uh, then you are worthy of derision and you are derisory. Uh, but especially for this one, laughably small, as in land could be bought for a derisory sum. 
So uh, the land is so, so cheap, it's laughably small how much you could buy it for. So it is worthy of derision. You can laugh at that land, or at least the price of that land. That's derisory. Next. Derivable. Adjective from 1653. Capable of being derived. Wow, we had so many words in that. This, this, all this, this word, this world of deriding. Next. Next, I think we're out of that world. Pew! Derivate. Derivate is next. Noun from 1660. The synonym is derivative. Derivative, and that is going to be the first word in the next episode. But we have one more word for this episode, which is also related. Pew! Derivation. D-E-R-I-V-A-T-I-O-N. Derivation. Noun from the 15th century. 1A1. The formation of a word from another word or base. And examples are the addition of a usually non-inflectional affix. Not entirely what that means. I can't really figure that out, but I'm sure it's very simple. But uh, yeah... So, I think when we look at the etymology of a word and say, oh, this is from Latin or French or whatever, um, I think what you can say is that the English word is a derivation of that original word uh, from another word or the base. Like, defenestration is from the Latin fenestra, which means window. And, of course, defenestration means to throw out or go out a window. Uh, but I think, you know, there's a lot, anytime you just take a word and then you create another form of it. So, you know, if we look at, uh, if we look at derisive, there's derisively is an adverb and derisiveness as a noun. Are those derivations of derisive? Possibly, maybe, I think, not entirely sure. Go ask an English major. Okay, next is 1A2, an act of ascertaining or stating the derivation of a word. The act of ascertaining, so the creation of a derivation, or when you state the the derivation, that is also a derivation. 1A3. It is the number one definition for the word etymology, and I definitely think that I'm going to need to get the guy who made etym online or some other person to be on that episode, etymology. Yeah, it's, you know, the the etymology is the going from one word, evolving to another word, maybe evolving to another word. They're derivations of each other. Um, 1B, that's what we're on. The relation of a word to its base. So how, how is the original word and the new word, how are they related? That relation is a derivation. The same word means all these similar but different things. 2A, synonyms are source and origin. So I don't know if this is talking about words, probably not. So the original thing is a derivation. 2B, synonyms are descent and origination. So again, same idea, the origination, where a thing came from. 3, something derived... Synonym is derivative. 
and uh, I'm just looking around derivative. So yeah, we're going to learn about that in tomorrow, but um, it's, uh, yeah, it's something that came from another thing, I think. Four, an act or process of deriving is a derivation. Five, this is the last one, a sequence of statements showing that a result is a necessary consequence of previously accepted statements. And an example of this sequence of statements is in logic or in mathematics. And then it shows that a result is a necessary consequence of previously accepted statements. So I guess with the reason it's a derivation is because of the previously accepted statements then this other thing can exist. Let's read again. A sequence of statements showing that a result is a necessary consequence of previously accepted statements. So yeah, because of this from in the past, and then because that's true, then these other things are true. Yeah, I think that kind of makes sense. Derivational is an adjective and possibly a derivation. Uh, There is no etymology for that because I think we are... Where are we going to get the etymology for this this word? The derivations of derivation. Um, Hmm. I mean, I'm not seeing it for tomorrow. This one doesn't have it. Derivate doesn't have it. Interesting. Maybe there is no etymology for this. Oh, actually, no. I think we're going to see it a bit later in tomorrow's episode than I was expecting. Maybe. Hmm. All right. We have to end this episode right now. Okay, bye. No. The words that we had today were derate, derby, derbis, derbis, derealization, derecho, deregulation, derelict, derelict, dereliction, derepress, deride, derigur, derision, derisive, derisory, derivable, derivate, derivation. Uh, oh, let's see. This one, this one's a little, little difficult. Uh, what, nah, there wasn't really anything. I guess deregulation may, might be the one that jumped out at me. I think it's, uh, see, it's a weird word because, I, it, you know, depending on the context, depending on what you believe politically, I think something should be deregulated, something shouldn't be deregulated. They should be regulated. So, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting topic, then I, and I think that a lot of people have differing opinions on that. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just an interesting thing. So, maybe we'll pick deregulation as the word of the episode, and we will just sing a very simple song where that goes... Deregulation, deregulation. That's it. That's the end of the song. That's the end of the episode. Uh, happy November. I said that before, but I said it again. Oh, it's you just you're gonna have a lovely November, aren't you? That's it for today. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information to all of you. Bye. 